I was a uh, practicing clinician working in a home health agency model. I wasn't allowed to dose my patients as per best practice guidelines. So I said, there's gotta be a way to do this better. My, my grandmother, uh, my grandfather, I started seeing them going in and out of long-term care. It started personal seeing the sick side of 80, and now it's been exciting to be part of Fox. Light bulb moment, like that's a complete game changer. You can see what we can do as a practice and as treating clinicians to really make 80, 85 look so much different than it did back that long ago. And boil it down into one say, it's quite simply this, it's be stronger, live better longer. Welcome to Fox Rehabilitation's Live Better Longer podcast, the podcast dedicated to clinicians who work with older adults. My name is Jim Shear, and like I mentioned last week, this will be our season finale. Season two, episode 12. Season three, will kick off at the end of summer. But we've got a good one today. A good one to end season two. And let me break it down for you. Uh, this one is about my neighbor, Melody. We have known each other for years. She lives down the hall from me in our apartment building in New York City. She told me a story and I said, hold up, could you please save that for our podcast? And she said, sure, no problem. Now, I want to be clear, this story does involve physical therapy in a billing department, but it has nothing to do with Fox rehabilitation. But let me explain. We have a, we have a great work culture at Fox Rehabilitation, and we believe in an exchange of abundance. And that means you just don't show up to work and do your job. You show up to work, do your job, and give a little extra. Not an even exchange, an exchange of abundance. Now, we're not arrogant enough to think that it only happens at Fox Rehabilitation. We look for stories like this, we get inspired, and then we sort of fold that into our culture and let it drive and push us. Whether you are a Fox colleague or not, I would hope that today's episode of the Live Better Longer podcast will inspire you to go the extra mile. So with that, let us take a break. And when we come back, I will tell you the story of the envelope artist. Attention newly graduated clinicians who have either taken their boards or are taking their boards we would love for you to start, and who knows, maybe even end your career with Fox Rehabilitation. We, we won't get ahead of ourselves. How about start your career with Fox Rehabilitation? We treat in over 24 different states. By the end of the year, that number will grow, which means we will treat older adult patients in half of the United States of America. So if you consider yourself to be clinically excellent and you have a passion for working with older adult patients, then please visit our website, careers.foxrehab.org. We are back on Fox Rehabilitation's Live Better Longer podcast. And now it is time to tell the story of the envelope artist. Although some people <laughs> I think would call it the envelope artist, but I'm gonna call it the envelope artist. 
I am joined by Melody and Emily. Welcome to the podcast. Yay. Thank you. There's a lot of layers to the story and we'll get into it. But Melody is my neighbor in New York City. We live in the same apartment building. We actually live on the same floor. I think if we count, Melody, you're like four doors down from me. Some yeah, something like that. Very close. Five <laughs> doors, whatever, but close enough. So we we've like, we've known each other for a while. For a long time, yeah. And you were part of the board. You had me host Christmas parties and holiday parties. So you, you've you've put me to work and now I'm putting you to work. <laughs> That's right. It's payback. <laughs> so I was visiting Melody during the holidays, late 2021, and she said, oh, this person crafts these envelopes for me. Like they put my name and my address on and then they draw these really pretty pictures. Now, I draw in real life. So when I heard that in the back of my head, I thought, yeah, okay, let's see how good these are. And she broke them out. And I said, oh, my gosh, these are amazing. They're works of art. And then and then Melody said, hold up. I'm getting one today. So we went down to the mailroom. And unfortunately, I was not there to see it live in the mailbox. But then a, a few days later, she showed me another creation. So these envelopes, these great works of art created by Emily. Yeah. Thank you. All right. So right now, right now, the story makes no sense at all. You're like, well, like Jim's neighbors with someone and someone gives her envelopes. So full disclosure, before we begin, Melody or Emily not connected with Fox Rehabilitation at all. However, in our culture, one of our pillars is giving everyone an exchange of abundance. And I think this is a perfect example of exchange of abundance. Because sometimes when we, we start a meeting, we'll tell a story about something that happened with Fox or at Fox. And then sometimes we'll tell a story that inspires us. So this is one of those stories that inspires us. And I'm not sharing it at a meeting. I'm actually sharing it on a podcast. So let's get into it. Melody received physical therapy. So you got physical therapy and then you start paying for the bill. And then I'll let you get into the story because I've been talking too much already. No, I love the way you talk and it's wonderful because <laughs> it gets you all excited to share my part of the story. Um, and also to hear it from a little bit of an outsider perspective to just really think about and appreciate it yet once again, because every time I show people an envelope, it's a constant appreciation of what I've received. It's a constant way to feel like I, I have abundance. Mm -hmm. So anyway, speaking of abundance or lack of, there's the bill. Right. <laughs> and the bill. And as we all know, the bills keep coming. And so I was on a payment plan because, you know, why only get a bill once if you could get a bill like many times? <laughs> <laughs> so I had paid a bill and I don't remember how many payments I had on it. I always ask for a hard copy. Yeah, that's that's the key to the story, Melody, the that's hard the copy key. receipt. Because if you're dealing, if you're just dealing in the digital world, we're not having this conversation right now. So Melody wants a hard copy receipt. 
Right. That's the old fashioned way. The old fashioned way. The old fashioned way. Paper. As much as I love trees, I can recycle it. It's it's peace of mind. You have it in front of you. You're like, all right, this is a receipt. I paid for it. I get it. You don't need to explain that to me, Melody. That's right. Exactly. You who have a big family. So (laughs) so anyway, so I asked for hard copies. One day after, you know, paying off a little bit of the bill, I get my hard copy mm-hmm. and the and, they, outside- and the hard copy sorry to cut you off the hard copy <laughs> comes in an envelope exactly the hard copy comes in an envelope <laughs> not through an email through an envelope no. through an envelope not a postcard <laughs> but through an actual envelope one of those boxes of envelopes that i don't know if everybody knows what they are anymore right so <laughs> So I get this envelope. It's, you know, I don't know. It's a typical envelope with the imprimatur on the, you know, the return. Well, let's, let's give everyone a visual. It's a, uh, I believe we call them, is it a legal envelope? A, it's no, a what's big, it called? Emily, letter. what's it called? Letter. Oh, just a plain letter, white envelope. But it's, it's like the it's, longer one. Because you know how, like, there's the shorter envelope? The, this is like right. the it's regular. It's like a long, yeah, but it's a little bit longer. Like if you fold an eight and a half by eleven piece of paper, it like fits in there. Yes, there we go. Exactly. All right, it's it's a f- no licking. You got to tape it though. <laughs> but can I just say, because we'll talk about this later, but it's a four by nine envelope, which is a business envelope, right? And, and it and oh, it okay. it creates a larger canvas for an artist, which we'll get into. All right, continue, Melody. Right. And also for measuring purposes. So anyway, so I get this envelope and I was a little, you know, I mean, between paying bills and doing therapy and just, you know, living life, it's, you know, you have a good day. You don't have such a good day. Well, I got this envelope. And maybe you don't see your neighbor, Jim, for a couple of days. And that brings you down too. Exactly. If I don't see Jim in a day, because we run into each other all the time. If I don't see him in a day, it's like a day without sunshine. (laughs) (laughs) however my day without sunshine lo and behold now is without an envelope but the initial the initial envelope Mm -hmm. was like i said and like jim and emily said the envelope you know there's a return address very simple business-like envelope and then when you you put the person who you're sending it to you write their name blah 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 anyway my name is Melody, M-E-L-O-D-Y, mm-hmm. like, like the music, as I like to introduce myself. So on that name, not on my last name, on my first name, mm-hmm. I notice that there were music notes drawn on it. Now, for me, <laughs> to, to get an envelope with a receipt inside, because I know, you know, it's just telling me I paid my bill, and I'm like... Oh, this is a little bit happy. This is happier than, and I know somebody wasn't telling me they paid off my bill. So <laughs> I, I noticed the notes on it and it just struck, please accept the pun. It struck a chord in me. <laughs> and, and that, when I saw that it was just blue ink, it really had like a musical quality. It had it was like someone was extending a hand to me. I can't explain it. It was an exchange of abundance. It, Something it that a, didn't need to be done. 
It didn't need to be done. And so given that exactly, Jim, I'm like, somebody took the time in their day to not only put the, the receipt in an envelope, but to, to notice my name. So I'm like, this is too happy. I am happy now. And so I want to thank that person who made me so happy in that moment. So now and you're like all, a private investigator. I'm a, I'm a PI. I love being a PI. <laughs> now, do you know, Melody, this could have gone sideways. What if you were a crank and you're like, why is someone graffitiing on my receipt envelope? But it didn't, it didn't go that way. Yeah. Like maybe Emily was being a rebel. Right. But continue. She, but, but continue. But you were happy. You weren't like upset that someone scribbled on your envelope with these musical notes. No, I was elated. It made me feel good because you know how you get all the white envelopes and usually there's a bill inside or telling you something you really don't want to read. Yes. I get them but all the time. We all do. And the more people you have in your family, the more you get. And so I'm just thinking somebody took the time. Somebody thought about it. Somebody took the time to do that. So what was and your next step? How did you investigate this? Well, I said, you know what? <laughs> this, whoever did this needs to be thanked. So I call up the billing department of this place. <laughs> I have no idea who I'm calling. Usually they field complaints. Exactly. So I maybe I turned it on its head a little bit like Emily did. <laughs> I'm like, this is what I say. This is what I say. Listen, you know, I, I don't exactly know who I'm looking for. I said, but, and I didn't want to get this person in trouble because I didn't want them to say, oh, well, she's doodling or whatever. Right. You know? So okay. I just said, we I don't want, doodle I, on our envelopes. Exactly. We don't doodle on our time. So I call up. I said, I don't know who I'm asking for. I, my name is Melody. I don't know who I'm asking for. I don't know what, who to look for, but is there someone in your department who likes to draw or who's an artist? I said, somebody did the nicest thing for me. So the next thing I heard is Emily. <laughs> I heard the name, Emily. I'm like, pay dirt, pay dirt. <laughs> You know, I'm like, I'm going with this because this is good. This, I love this. I love this research. It's it's so compelling to me. So I'm like, Emily, that's her name. So then she gets on the phone and I, you know, to me, a thank you is two beautiful words. Mm -hmm. And so, I don't know. I said, thank you. We started talking. I don't even remember what, do, Emily, do you remember what we talked about? Heck no. <laughs> no, no. All I know is that she sent me a note and I want to send it back to her of thank you, of gratitude. And it was just in that moment of receiving that envelope. And when I got on the phone with her, she was so delightful. And I knew that it was so important for me to tell her what she did for me. And I love my name. And she appreciated my name. And I'm like, you know, you go through a day and sometimes you got to think about who you want to thank. And it was clear to me that I needed to find Emily, but I didn't know it was Emily. Um, <laughs> I just I just knew it was a person maybe in billing. I don't know. I so was, let's, it was like, let's kick it over to Emily. So what yeah. prompted you to put those musical notes on Melody's name? I've always 
worked in the garment industry and I'm, I'm at this company 16 years. And so the change over from art to finance, which is some completely different, I've always tried to bring a little bit of art everywhere. And so I used to draw on a lot on inter-office envelopes, but I got in trouble doing that. So <laughs> I, I'm a little nervous about doing it. So, but when I saw this name, I love this name, Melody and her rhyming last name. It's just so melodic. It's, I love it. It's mm -hmm. just, it's adorable. So how hard is it to just draw a little musical note? You know, I don't want to like offend anybody. I put it on other envelopes little things and you know it was never reciprocated or anybody i don't want to offend anybody it is a corporate company so i mean was it just a musical note nothing else but it was it I was guess. such it was such a good musical note that melody <laughs> knew you had artistic skills exactly called up and they immediately knew who you were they're like oh yeah emily i she know when my my supervisor i'm sorry my supervisor called me she was like I think this phone call's for you. And I was like, what do you mean? What I do now, you know? He's like, no, no, just take the phone call. Something about an envelope. And I was like, okay. So now, like, obviously, what? you can't see the envelopes on a podcast. And we'll we'll try to post them online. But I've been to Melody's apartment, and I've seen the evolution. So it's gone from the first one, which was a few musical notes above Melody's name. And then you get more into it. And then at one point it goes full-blown color. Then we go full-blown color into bedazzled envelopes. And then there's different <laughs> textures and there's shading and there's color. And like you could put these in the MoMA. So take us through the evolution. How did it go from drawing a couple of musical notes to making art masterpieces on an envelope? Well, thank you for calling them masterpieces. But, They're framed. Um, <laughs> Melly has them framed. I know. I'm so flattered. I'm so flattered, honestly, and so touched. As much as you're touched, I'm touched because, you know, you can draw something for someone. They go, oh, thanks, you know, tear it up and throw it in the trash. But somebody who appreciates what you've done and makes me feel as good as it makes you feel, then I want to keep on going. So every new bill, oh, I get another envelope. And it has no pressure on me, the envelope, because it doesn't take me very long to do it. And the beginning ones. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, to me, there's no pressure. If I've been commissioned to do a piece of artwork, I sweat and I worry and I panic and I'm just like, I overthink. Blah, 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 blah. But this was so light and easy. Oh, I'll just make a little girl playing a flute. And then I was just then I was like in springtime, I'll have her playing the flute over the mountain. I think I did one of those. But how did this and start? Did you say, all right, Melody likes it. <laughs> so for the next one, I'm going to go a little deeper. Well, better than just a little musical note. I just did a little girl playing. Mm -hmm. I think it was I think she might have been playing a flute or singing. I don't remember. That was, I think, that was the third one. The second one was a beautiful <laughs> musical staff that was in like yellow and orange. And then there was a few things, I think you may have drawn it on the back. So I'm like, oh, this is nice. Like now you're expanding, but the flute, and it's interesting just for one minute that Emily drew a little girl with the flute because my best friend from when we were six years old is a flautist. So I don't know who loved it more, me or her. 
<laughs> and it was in the corner and she was playing and it was so like, oh, you know, so happy. So Melody, was there a correspondence when you were receiving these envelopes? And did you did you notice how I'm saying envelope now instead of envelope? I totally switched <laughs> up my pronunciation throughout this podcast. It's very, very fancy. I love it. <laughs> but were you talking to Emily as she was sending you these messages? Did you have her phone number at this point, her email? I think just work number. Yeah, I had her work number. So, But uh, her direct work line. So you didn't have to go through another person to talk to Emily. Yeah, I have a direct number. Okay. Yeah. So, um, you know, the second one, of course... I called her because I'm like, oh, my God, this is now it's in color <laughs> bigger, and it's in color. I'm like, this is this is so fun. Maybe I'll pay another bill. <laughs> so so I think that Emily has another it. career in getting people to pay bills. Right. Now, now you don't want to pay it in full. No. You just want to pay it in slow increments. So you get these envelopes. Exactly. It, but, it but, did you know, drop a little. Right. It's dropping a little. But let me tell you something. It's clear motivation for me to to receive that gift. Like who receives a gift after paying a bill? Clearly, whatever the the drawing was at the time was like, it was so happy and colorful. And it just like made you smile. And it was very musical because she always included music notes and it was very uplifting. And to know that my name was attached to it, you know, I always say that was the best gift my parents ever gave me was my name. And so Emily just brought it back home. Like there's somebody who recognizes my name and, and she made it like an art form. But anyway, you know, I could go on, but. Well, my next question for Emily is, did you feel pressure to outdo yourself? With each envelope? Not then. I not, I never really feel the pressure. Not then. Now I'm trying the, the next envelope. I'm trying a new medium, so it's a secret. Ooh, <laughs> you can't you can't spill on the podcast. Can you give us a little hint? <laughs> and but and the thing is, it's inspiring me. And like I said, the envelope is no pressure at all. Nothing. It neither. And how I long, really don't. How long know. does it take you to do one of those envelopes? It honestly depends, you know, how much work I have and how much, you know, lifetime I have, you know, spare time. Right. But I mean, I could do one. I have extras upstairs that I didn't approve of. So I'm like, I don't like this. I'm not sending it. And my daughter will come and say, she'll say, are you crazy? This is fabulous. I'm like, no, this is out of proportion. I don't like it. I'm not sending it. I'll just make another one because I, I love to draw. And if you like to draw and it's almost like like a musician, if you're a musician, you want to play to right. your audience. And um, you have and a even, captive audience in Melody. I do have a captive. And, and now, and, and, and now and, me. Uh, I look. I uh, look forward to the envelopes now. I'll have to send you an envelope. Ooh. Thank you. <laughs> That's right. Let's spread the magic. Spread the magic. <laughs> what? Spread the magic. But Emily, can we talk about your art background? Because this, I, I feel like it's more than a hobby. Like you're not just a yeah, doodler. I, These are legit. I went to high school of art and design. And that's like my most formal art training. And then I went to community college in Brooklyn. I took a couple of art classes, but I've drawn since I'm a little kid. I mean, my dad was a producer. He had his own company. And um, so he, my parents were both into art and they were both into music. My parents both played guitar 
and my brother played guitar. We were very musical and very arty. So like on the weekend, we'd be painting, you know, my father always told me to add more depth and, you know, things. And so, you know, then after high school and I had, I used to go into art shows and I, I'm very big on caricatures. I love caricatures. Me too. And I, love, I love caricatures. Yes. I love and I remember when I was younger, I went to Miami Beach and did drawings of all the old Jewish ladies where my grandmother was, you know, with the little hats on and their big bathing suits. And I, I just love, I love people. It's to me, it's the, you know, the study of humanity. That's where we all connect somehow. Do you have any and art I, online? Nope. That's because I'm, I'm an older person. Like I was in the garment industry and 35 years ago, the, the computers came in full blast 35 36 years ago and so I was a hand painter and then as the computer came in and then I had kids I would you know I didn't stay with the computer so I probably if I had stayed with the computer I probably would be doing graphics now and not finance it's never it's never too late well you know what maybe I'll when I retire I'll get you an ipad imagine imagine the circles you could run around all these kids with an ipad if you had that knowledge you should see my Excel sheets. Let's talk about the best envelope or envelope. And once again, I'm going to try to share these online somewhere so everyone will get to see them. Melody has sort of categorized them. There's the musical envelopes. There's seasonal envelopes. <laughs> Melody, what's your favorite? And I'll tell you my favorite. You know... They're like so having, flattered, honestly. They're like having sixteen children, and how do you choose? How <laughs> Is that do you, how many no, there are? but we're not gonna di- You know what? Not to diss the first one because that got it started, but I don't think the first one is the best at this point in time. At one time, the first one might have been the best, but it is no longer the best in my artistic opinion. Okay. <laughs> I have to listen to Jim. The first one stole my heart. Oh my God! You want me to pressure. tell you my favorite? Yes. Give you some time to think. Yeah. So, Emily, there's an envelope you did of someone singing in the rain. So it's a woman with an umbrella and there's rain coming down. And I think you took pieces of a name tag, like that white sticker material, and you had that coming down on the envelope. No, so it was colored. Fine. It was shaded beautifully. It was textured. And then Melody's name is right in the middle. So that is the one that, if you have any of these that go in the MoMA, that's the first one that should go. That's, that, that's really good. Girl, girl with Umbrella. Do you remember doing Girl with Umbrella? No, but if I saw it, I this would This is remember. insane. Wait, hold on. I have it on my phone. All right, so Melody, talk about your favorite. I'll bring it up on my phone so Emily can see it. She doesn't even remember doing it. I know. I know. It's terrible. Do you remember that now? Oh, yeah. A woman in oh, the clouds. A woman in you the know, clouds. That, I remember. And it's raining. I didn't even mention this detail. It's raining musical notes. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> you have to So would I be music. wrong? Would I be wrong, Emily, if I said this was my favorite? No, that's really cute. That looks cute. All right, see? And you sent that one, because like you said, there are some that you don't send. You know, and I do a lot with curly hair because my daughter has a lot of hair and she has super curly hair. So, and I was born a redhead, so I love red hair. I don't know why. I just, it's just amazing to me. It keeps coming out red. You've got it, it keeps coming out red. So I do a lot of redheads and I do a lot of curly hair. 
All right, so Melody, we've been stalling for you. Now pick your favorite. You know, I really, I, I'm feeling very pressured. All right, well, you don't, you don't have to pick a favorite. No. How about one that you like I, right I, now? One that you like, one that you appreciate. I, listen, I, it goes between two. And every time Emily says, oh, she goes, I'm, I'm trying something different. And, and I'm like, how do you, I, I don't understand how you even could think that you could outdo yourself. I, I, I don't even know. But I will tell you, ah, one of my favorites is the one, no bling, it's all flowers, <laughs> and it looks like a Monet. Yeah. Wait, With let me pull that one up. Flowers. It's to, to me. remind me. You see that? Oh, I, yeah, I like flowers. It, it, was, it was like- It must have been springtime. It was, it was just like, I can't believe it, but- Okay, so I have to give you my second one. I'm sorry. I'm giving you my second one. And that's the one that she just sent me with Thank the yin-yang. You know, I was up to the yin-yang with her. and You auto-suggest things to me, you know. What's that? You auto-suggest things to me. You said you liked certain type of art. I have a certain feeling for you. I know, you know. We said you you're like, like you're producing her. <laughs> directing yeah, she, and producing <laughs> Emily. Yeah. Now that I know, I see her face. Now I'm going to try to do a caricature. Ooh. So, so the last one, the yin yang, the last one I'm calling now and Zen. Hmm. I like that. In my apartment, it has that aesthetic and I have a sun and she put a sun and a moon and she put me sitting down and crossing my legs, which is a little hard to do these days. And so um, it was just, it was just, it glows. It really glows. All right. So, so uh, we got you to pick two that you like and you, not I necessarily know. your favorite, but today you mentioned two on the podcast. So. I, right. But um, I, I do, I mean, my heart goes out to them, but I have to tell you, you know, I thought of a song because we're talking about music and melody that there's a song when I hear it reminds me of this whole you know, of Emily and of what we're talking about today. And it's, do you believe in magic? And when it's set to music, it's from the sixties and it's by love and spoonful. It's just like, it, it talks about, do you believe in magic in a young girl's heart? And it's all these, the girls that Emily draws because they're more like young girls that are, have are full of energy and, and life and, you know, are like the music moves them. And so, you know, to me, that's how I feel. I'd like to be a little bit younger, but that's how I feel, you know, and do you believe in magic? And that was the first envelope for me. It wow. was just a magical moment. I'm telling you. Melody, you said something to me a couple of days ago that really stuck with me. You said you started out getting physical therapy and it turned into spiritual therapy. Correct. And it's all, I'm blaming it all on Emily. <laughs> <laughs> so it's so I don't she deserve it, that much. It's more, than the, it's more than the finance department and paying a bill. It's when people take note of something and all, you know, when you say thank you, you know, if you say thank you, it, it's, it's really, it resonates. And so to me, when I could say thank you for something that someone's done for me, it's like, 
it's very spiritual. It makes me feel good. It makes me feel that whatever somebody's done for me, I could at least do that and give that back. And so that's all part of it. You know, the spirituality and, and the, um, like you said at the beginning, Jim, the abundance and the giving and, you know, it's just, it's a little something that goes a really long way with, with therapy. That's, you know, the physical therapy, that's all part of it. And if you can't fix everything, it makes you feel better. Mm -hmm. And so another reason to try and lift your legs up to get up in the morning, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, I know that there's an envelope coming after I pay Emily. I'm like, oh, maybe I need to go to the mailbox a little sooner today. And, you know, so everything, it's it's uplifting and it is therapy. And so Emily is a lot more than the finance department. You don't you don't realize it. But anyway, so do you believe in magic really? And the 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 girls that she draws are sometimes they're like they're free and easy and they're a little bit from like the sixties almost, you know, with that doing what you want to do. Right. Exactly. That, not hippie, but like, you know, just that believing in the moment and the magic and what stirs your soul. And so, um, and the music notes keep coming out and that's what music is for me. So as we wrap this up, we have to talk about the elephant in the room. Is it the elephant or the elephant in the room? Uh, anyway, at some point, you're going to pay off the bill. Then what happens? I told Melody that I would continue the envelope story because it's a nice little white piece of paper. And if it gives you such pleasure... Saying thank you is one thing, but taking that thank you is another aspect of life. Being able to receive a compliment is sometimes not, not, it's not that it's not so easy, but it's another aspect of life to receive a thank you. And then so making another envelope is giving back again. So maybe we can keep giving back. We also connected in, an, in an, another way. We've connected, you know, we have exchanged phone numbers and we've talked and we've talked about life and things and family. And, you know, so we've connected even further than just envelopes. You know, that's just a beautiful aspect and something we can give back to. I can give back. You can give me the, you give me the same inspiration, you know, that I feel that, that you say that I gave to you. So, you know, this is, really just you know, i'm very gracious for this this i'm so happy that you appreciate all the little detail that i love you know that it can be reciprocated i just isn't it crazy that all of this started just by emily doodling a couple of musical notes like when they say <laughs> it's the little things and the small things that count there's the proof in the pudding and you know emily dickinson used to write poems on envelopes. Oh my goodness. This is ridiculous. <laughs> That's just ridiculous. I, I have to step in here. I get a present for, I think it was probably Christmas time, you know, through all the hustle and bustle. And I get this beautiful package from Amazon. It's just gorgeous. And I open it up and I met a, a lovely note from Melody. And she sent me a book of poetry from Emily Dickinson. And I showed it to my daughter and I was like, look at Melody gave me. It's a book of Emily Dickinson's poems on envelopes. I'm like, 
what? <laughs> and what? How, how did you even find such an incredible thing? And, you know, of that, we're both Emily's. And I was just so floored. It was just incredible. I don't know how you found such a perfect gift. And it was truly an incredible, it was incredible. Well, I'm glad that the story's not over. So that makes me happy. Because I was afraid, like, when the bill was paid, that Melody wasn't going to get any more envelopes. But the envelopes will continue. And to wrap this up... Ooh! Whoa, 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 whoa! Wait! Emily, is that is that a new one, Emily? That, that's, that's, I'm practicing with this... With the, it's like the, silver the, embossed! It's gold leaf. Whoa! I, love I always gold. wanted to try it. And it's like, it's really a bizarre medium, but it's just, it's, you know, it's gold leaf. It's just, uh, I've got gold all over me. So, so wait, gold leaf? It. Is it like a sheet of something or is it a pen? Yeah, sheet. It's no gold leaf is a very, very, very fine, thin piece of gold. And, and, you know, if you buy a really good one, it's supposed to be real 14 karat gold, but this is, you know. And gold. then you cut it out and then you paste no, it? No, you glue it on with a special paste and you lay it very carefully and then you have to burnish it in and rub it away and and then it's a little bit of magic. Dang, Emily, you're taking it to the next level. So <laughs> I wanted to wrap this up with one other okay. little fun fact. Melody, yeah. you brought up the Love and Spoonful. I think maybe you can confirm this. Someone in our building is part yes. of the Love and Spoonful, right? Yes. No. He is. Yes. Get out. <laughs> like I've always heard that and I've I've looked for him. I forget who told me, but isn't it the drummer of the Love and Spoonful? I can't remember it the drummer or the strummer. <laughs> I, he may be the guitarist. I don't know. I can't remember, but I've, I've talked to him and I can't remember. So then he'll start singing. Well, I said, oh, I love the Love and Spoonful. And then he'll start saying, oh, do you, you know, like he'll start going over all the songs and stuff. But yeah, he lives here. Wow. He wasn't part of the terrorist party. <laughs> What's that? I said he wasn't part of your terrorist party. I <laughs> I don't know. I don't that's know. A, that's another podcast. Yeah, during the uh, the quarantine, I would have DJ sets on the balcony, and everyone would get out on their balcony and dance. So I don't know if he had a balcony to dance on. Okay. So we'll, yeah, we'll save that for another window. podcast. But okay, Melody and Emily, thank you so much for telling your story uh-huh. today on the Live Better Longer podcast, and I'm so happy that the envelopes and the happiness and the art and spiritual therapy will continue. Thank you, Thank Jim. You. Thanks, Jim. Nice to meet you. For Melody and Emily, the envelope artist, my name is Jim Shear, and we will see Yins later. Do you believe in magic in a young girl's heart?